Your Total Wine & More store is ready to serve you with our always low prices on an incredible 8,000 wines and 2,500 beers. Want it today? Try our same-day delivery or contactless curbside pickup at TotalWine.com. Whether you're grabbing your favorite beer or pouring a glass to enjoy an evening on the deck, Total Wine & More has you covered. Visit any of our 12 stores in Northern Virginia. It's time for the X and Y Show. With your host, Mr. Roosevelt. He talks about man topics, lady topics, and relationships. He talks about love, sex, and infidelities. He even gives good tips. There is no other show that compares to the X and Y show. Oh, yeah. Sit back, take your clothes off, and relax. It's time for the X and Y show, where real relationship issues are talked about and addressed. The only place on the planet that tackles the topics that everyone wants to talk about, but no one is brave enough to address. Nothing escapes X and Y, baby. Now, here's your host, Roosevelt Colbert. Well, welcome to my X and Y listeners. As I said before, I'm going to start with a little bit more of uh other folks perspectives on different things and other things that affect marriages and relationships uh with different people and some of the things that i wanted to do is bring different people in and talk to them and get their point of view on certain things now there's something i always wanted to talk about and i never had the opportunity to talk about it because i never did it and so i just wanted to talk to someone who actually practices the lifestyle and that lifestyle is the swinging lifestyle. That's something I've always been curious about, especially when I was younger. Um, but, um, you know, as I grow older, I don't know if that's particularly right for me. And it's not right for everybody. So it takes a special type of person to be a part of that life. And with that said, I have two swingers here today talking to me about that particular lifestyle. I want you all to welcome my fellow podcast uh, host of the Front Porch Swinger podcast. Be sure to check that out. I'm going to give you information on that after the episode. But um, welcome, Brian and Brenna, to hey. the XY Show. How you doing? We're doing great. How are hey. you, Rizzo? Doing well, well, well. And, uh, you know, I just want to say, Brian, I look up to you because, uh, you know, you're a fellow man and you, you're getting all this pussy. And, uh, you know, it's like... Uh, it seems like that's a man's dream. So I just saying, I, I really look up to you. <laughs> well, I, well, I appreciate that. And you're right. I get a, an inordinate amount of pussy. I'm a lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> and Brenda, you too. But I, I can't say congratulations and give him a dick. You know, that just wouldn't sound right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to talk about the swing lifestyle. Um what got you two into the swinger lifestyle and how long you have you been doing it? So we have been swinging for probably six months now. Um, so it's still fairly fresh and new for us. I and mean, we know people that have been doing this for decades. 
uh, and we're not there yet. Um, I think what mainly got us into it was we had the most open and honest conversations about sex and about our relationship and kind of where we saw it going and um, and even kind of like our fantasies and things that we wanted to experience with each other. And it became very evident in those conversations that uh, both of us had fantasies of watching the other person with other people. Um, so it was kind of this awesome realization that we both wanted the same things at the same time. Yeah. And also we should say, uh, Roosevelt, we, we shared our past experiences, our past relationships, our failed marriages and failed relationships. And uh, for me and, and for Brenna, this is the first time that we've ever had a, a fully open, honest, uh, the ability to be fully open and honest with our partner. And in doing so, uh, it, it really just lent itself to being really, it's just a revelation of how freeing it felt, how good it felt to be able to tell your partner what you really wanted and, and didn't want uh, out of a relationship. And in doing so, uh, you know, it lent itself to us uh, dipping our, our toes in the water. And uh, it's been great. You know, and, and I hear you. I hear what you're saying. But I'm speaking from now a personal uh, point of view. Now, me, you know, all of my girlfriends, I've never been married. But all of my girlfriends that I've had in the past, I definitely did not want them fucking somebody else. I mean, if they did it when I didn't know, that's fine. <laughs> and I'm, right. I'm sure it probably happened a couple of times. But I mean, you know, to do it willingly, that's something that would fuck with my head and it would actually get me angry. And I understand that swing lifestyle is not for everybody. But how could you want to see your woman fuck somebody else? I, did you really go into that with me? Because that's uh, something I always wanted to know. How could you sure. be there while your other woman's getting fucked? I mean, well, literally. So, you know, the, the, the two biggest components to this to this lifestyle and to mine, uh, our relationship, mine and Brandon's particularly, is communication and mutual respect. If you don't have those two things, those two components are essential in this lifestyle, period. Uh, so from a com communicative standpoint, you have to both be on the same page. And you've got to have a mutual respect. We don't, uh, for lack of a better term, we never take one for the team. If one of us is not interested in a particular couple, then we don't participate. So it's never a situation where I am either forcing a situation to take place or Brenda is forcing a situation to take place. If we are not completely on the same page, we don't move forward with it. And we politely decline. Um, as it pertains to what it takes to want to see your woman with another man, mm -hmm. you know, here's the deal, man. It's, you know, my woman is sexy and we have, an insanely intense sexual relationship between us. So what do you do to intensify what is already hyper intense? You got to take it to the next level. And while you're having sex with your partner, you don't always get to experience that from the outside. Obviously, you're, you're entrenched in it, right? You're in the middle of it. You're in the heat of it. I know what she sounds like. I know what she feels like. I know what she smells like. I know what she tastes like. But seeing it from the outside is just another level of intensity for me. And what this relationship and this lifestyle does for us is it intensifies our sexual relationship. You know, we had an experience last night with a new couple we met, uh, you know, a few weeks back, had some dinner, had some drinks, met them last night, and we fucked this couple last night. And I'm here to tell you, man, as hot as that sex was, nowhere near as hot as the sex when she and I get home. I mean, that's just the bottom line. We barely are able to get home before we're all over each other. Um, it's just another level of intensity. It's it's difficult to explain until you've experienced it, you know. Mm. And Brenda, how how, how do you, what's your outtake on that? Uh, same thing. I mean, I think we 
the way that we refer to it is it's the pre-show before the main event. Um, swinging and being with other people does nothing but magnify how amazing our sex is together afterwards. Um, so it's, it's never, um, it's never a substitute, you know, we're not out there searching for sexual encounters with people because we're not finding what we need with each other. It's a heightened experience. Um, and it's always amazing and it's, it's just fun. Well, the other thing you got to remember Roosevelt in this whole thing, man, the most important component to any relationship, obviously the communication, the, the mutual respect, it's trust, right? So what's the, what is the highest level of trust? I mean, you said it yourself, you know, potentially partners in your past may be stepped out, right? right. That's a level of, you, you break that level of trust, man. There's just nothing left. And to, to have your significant other uh, be with another person and enjoy it, obviously you enjoy that experience as well. But then, you know, you guys are going home together and you're, you're reliving that experience together. Once you've allowed your partner to experience someone else in the midst of your relationship, you know, there is no other higher level of trust. Nothing else matters after that. And if you can live that way uh, and experience it and enjoy it and, and revel in it, uh, you know, there are no more trust issues, man. I don't, I, there are no trust issues between Brennan and myself in any, in any capacity. There just aren't any. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's deep because, you know, I, I hear you talking, I hear you and Brennan talking, but I, I guess, you know, it, it, you know, speaking, and I know you met a lot of people as like me. I just can't get past the physical, you know, <laughs> and it, that's just hard for me, but I guess, you know, you guys only been doing it six months, so it takes a while to build up to that as well. And that's something, you know, that, you know, a lot of people are not willing to even try or even experience. So, um, you know, well, you know, we're again, we're, we're a unique couple in a lot of ways. We have a, first of all, we have a 20 year age gap. I'm 48. Brenna's 28. Mm. Uh, I have been married and divorced four times. Mm. Brenna has one divorced uh, herself. So between us, we've got five failed marriages. I come from a world of adult entertainment. I was an executive with one of the largest adult entertainment management companies in the nation. Mm. Um, I have a lot of experience in that background. Brennan and I have experienced the BDSM lifestyle separately as well as together. We play in that world as well. Our, we are just like-minded. We, uh, we have some unique uh, chemistry between us that even people in our lifestyle that we have found in the swinger lifestyle really can't wrap their heads around. We have a, we're just at a, on a different level. We finally found each other and... Uh, it just works, man. I got to tell you, it's it's uh, it's special. Wow, wow, that is special. And it's uh, would you say it's unique? Because uh, you know, I know there's a lot of swinging couples across the nation, but you know, there's I've heard some horror stories, you know, about the swinging and somebody get jealous, and you know, all this shit happens. So your situation, would you say it's a little unique from other swinging situations, or just? Uh, a little different or how, how do you how you rate yours compared to other couples well it's just like any regular relationship any what we call vanilla relationship out there i mean you're going to have amazing ones and you're going to have horrible ones same thing in the swinger lifestyle um, we have found that we've met people um, that swing the couples that swing that are doing it for all of the wrong reasons you know, they're doing it because their own sex lives together are not what they want it to be. Mm. Um, or they're doing it because they see it as a way to keep themselves together as a couple. Um, if that's the reason you're going into this lifestyle, from our perspective and from what we have experienced, it's just not going to work. Um, so, it, you know, it's just like any other type of relationship out there. It has to be built on a strong foundation. And if it's not, it's going to crumble. Got it. Got it. Got it. I hear you. Okay. Now... 
What are your requirements uh, for, uh, you know, you see a couple and you say, um, you know, oh, man, he's cute or she's he's fine or whatever. What are your requirements? Is it purely physical or a little intellectual or a little both? Or what are your requirements to where you actually choose a couple or actually see a couple that you might want to get with? What are your requirements? Well, it's funny that you should ask that because in our previous lives as, you know, single people before we were with each other, you know, dating and, and having sex with people and things like that, it was a lot of physicality for both of us. You know, we were constantly looking for the the hot guy or the hot girl. Uh, and in this lifestyle, we have found that that doesn't matter as much. We want to enjoy people on an intellectual level. Um, and I think even more importantly than that, we have to feel a certain level of friendship, complete platonic connection, hmm. um, separate from a sexual connection, um, which is also different. I mean, a lot of people in the lifestyle, um, you know, it, it's about the physicality and that's fine too, but that's not what it is for us. Got it. Yeah. For us, you know, Roosevelt, we, you know, listen, we, we, uh, we have played with couples, uh, to the, to this point where, you know, under normal circumstances in our, in our former lives might not necessarily have been, you know, completely attracted to these people. But once you get to know a couple, you, you realize that you're like-minded, you share uh, some of the same likes and dislikes, and you just hit it off, you know, over drinks and over dinner. And all of a sudden, you know, something happens. You know, there's this, this, this chemical reaction. You start to have a little flirtatiousness. You know, Bren and I, are, we're always hands on each other anyway. But when we're with another couple, it seems to be intensified. When we start to really kind of enjoy talking to a couple and being in a couple's presence, you know, we'll start really kind of being handsy with each other and uh, can't take our hands off of each other. And that's how we know that, you know, we're at that point. We're all horned up, man. I mean, we're, we're ready to go. And so, yeah, like Brenna said, the, the attraction has to be there, but it's really on, a, on, an, on a, an intellectual level, a platonic level. You have to be able to want to have drinks and have dinner, you know, go to a, go to a show uh, with a couple just as much as you want to have sex with them. All those components have to work, which is different, right, from the single lifestyle. If you're a single man, a single woman, you know, you're not necessarily thinking about those things when you when you meet somebody. It's like, oh, how hot is he or how is she? Right. We don't look at it that way. It's really like, do we like these people genuinely? If we weren't going to have sex with them, could we have dinner with them and enjoy them? That's the first thing we have to we ask ourselves. Now, that's something different. That's something that I didn't expect to hear. It's like, basically, can you uh, interact with these people outside of the bedroom? Because I thought it was uh, purely sexual, you know, this type of relationship. But, uh, you know, I'm finding that what you guys are saying, uh, at least with your, your your situation anyway, that is not purely sexual. You have to have a platonic relationship with them and interact with those people and actually uh, essentially like them. <laughs> It's not, it's, yeah. not, it's not just fucking. Exactly. Our very first couple that we ever swapped with has, they've become, I mean, they will probably, I hope, be lifelong friends. Um, you know, we're going to a, the same concert as them coming up. Um, I, I would be shocked if we, you know, don't do other things with them, vacation with them at some point, things like that. It, it's just a, a friendly thing. And if sex happens, great. And if it doesn't, that's okay with this particular couple, too, because we just genuinely like them as people. Well, and like you just kind of touched on it, Roosevelt, just a few minutes ago, you, you had a, you, people like, and yourself included, obviously, a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their heads around watching their significant other have sex with someone else. Yeah. Well, so take that to the next level, right? You're going to allow your 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 significant other to have sex with someone. You got to like that person, man. Before any before a guy gets near Brenna, I got to be able to have a drink with the guy and talk some shit with him. If I don't like him, it's not getting anywhere near her, mm. you know? 
And a lot of people kind of, they get this whole, they get this concept that we just run around having sex with people indiscriminately. Fuck no, man. If I don't like the guy, man, he's not getting anywhere near my woman. It's not going to happen. Um, you know, and, and, and people think that it's okay to sometimes take liberties when they find out that you're a swinger and uh, kind of step out of bounds and be disrespectful. Right. You know, that's the last thing I'm going to allow. You know, it, it, there's no disrespect in this lifestyle. You'll find that couples, and, and for the most part, the singles that are in this lifestyle are uber respectful of each other because that's what the, you know, the, the basis of it, you know. Um, somebody gets disrespectful, you know, they get put in line. Right. You know, it's not okay. Okay. All right. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And that's something, you know, even – uh, you know, if I met you two one day, uh, you know, I'm just speaking hypothetically. I, mean, I might meet you guys. Who knows? But um, sure. if I met you guys one day, you know, you know, I, I know you two are in the lifestyle, but you know, out of respect, you know, <laughs> I would not approach Brenna, you know, trying to fuck her. You know, I, I just wouldn't do that. But you know, I guess you know, there's guys out there different, you know, and they don't give a fuck about yeah. all of that. But you know, for me personally, and not not just you guys, any couple, I, I wouldn't. I couldn't see myself trying to fuck somebody else's lady, you know? So I guess, you know, it goes back to, uh, you know, that thing about being able to like somebody and experience new things and want to take your relationship to a different level and being able to handle that. You know, a lot of people can't handle it. Basically that, that's, that's what the bottom line is. A lot of people can't handle it. And, uh, no. you know, and, uh, no, and, and, for us, we believe, I mean, for our situation, again, is maybe different from a lot of other people's. We know it is. But, you you know, if you have a strong relationship, your relationship is based on mutual respect and communication and trust and obviously deep, deep love for one another. Um, you know, then you can you can approach this and, and, and be comfortable and, and really be uh, successful with it for sure. Uh, but and to go to and back to what you just said in terms of you being a single guy and you approaching a couple, for example, I mean, I, I get pretty passionate about it. Brent and I talk about it all the time. We do uh, interact with single guys. You know, uh, our first experience in the lifestyle was with a single guy that Brenna was with. I was in the next room, didn't participate, uh, just kind of listened and watched a little bit. And it was you know just super hot to watch my woman in that capacity. We we you know, we entertain single guys. A lot of couples don't. We do. Um, but I'll tell you, as a single guy, you're held to a higher expectation, my friend. You know, there's a lot of single dudes out there that would like to be in this situation. And like you said, you know, you you couldn't imagine yourself walking up to us and, and just kind of, you know, hitting on Brenna. You know, the, you want to get, I'll give you a piece of advice, free piece of advice from the front porch swingers. You're a single guy. You want to fuck my woman? You better come up and shake my hand and introduce yourself to me and you talk to me first. Oh. That's just how it works. Okay. Because um, you're not going to get near her if you don't. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just a code, man. You know, you're a single dude in the lifestyle. You got to be super fucking charming, man. You got to be charming. Uh, you know, you've, you've got to elevate your game. It, it, and, you know, Brent will tell you herself. <laughs> All right. I, That's true. <laughs> All right. I hear you. I hear you. So come through Brian first. That's, that's the key. Yeah, man. You gotta, you gotta, I'm the gatekeeper, brother. <laughs> All right, I hear you. I hear you. Now, I was going to ask you: Do you guys do the single guys? So you answered it. You you do single guys. Now, how about single women? I get. I assume you do that as well. You not just couples. Well, there is there is a there's a term for them. They're called unicorns, and they are few and far between. Um, so we have not experienced a single woman yet, but we are very hopeful that it will happen someday, uh, for both of our sakes. Although I doubt it would be the exact same type of a situation because I think we would probably 
in a perfect world anyway, both play with this woman. So. Oh, so you say unicorn, that means they're extremely rare. Oh, yeah. The rarest of the rare. Absolutely. Yeah, they don't come around every day. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Not, not, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. No. Yeah, I thought that. Listen, by ratio, man, it's 100 to 1, maybe more. 100 guys to uh, single guys to one single woman. Uh, it, it's a, yeah, it's a huge ratio. Well, we also live in an area where it's, um, it's like three men for one woman. So, right. Oh, um, it's, uh, that doesn't help. you know, it's just one of those, yeah, one of those things that it doesn't lend itself to a lot of, uh, single women interactions, but, um, it, it, I'm totally open to it and would love to see Brian with another woman, just a woman. Sure. Mm, okay. All right. Now, quick question. What if that woman, uh, in your mind looks better than you, uh, well, you know, I, I'm just speaking hypothetically, you know. <laughs> what if she... Uh... That's awesome. <laughs> oh, uh, if you can pull in a hotter chick than me, kudos. I'm going to give him a huge high five. I mean... Yeah, and, you know, well, listen, man. I mean, you know, we talk about this to other people all the time, right? People, you know, vanilla folks will say, oh, well, you know, I don't know how you guys can do that. What if, you know, how you want? How do you want your, 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 your significant other to fuck somebody else? What if, what if she really likes it? Mm -hmm. Well, shit, man, isn't that the whole fucking idea that she really likes it? Why would I want her to do something she doesn't like to do? So, you know, if I'm going to pick out a single guy for her, and I have before, man, I try to find the best looking dude I can find. I, you know, why would I not? What, what do I want to see her fuck some ugly dude for? What sense does that okay. make? Oh, even when we're out, I'll point out hot women and be like, oh, look yeah. at her. She's amazing. Oh. You know, I'm the one that initiates that. So, yeah, it's just a different dynamic than most couples have. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, there's no one more beautiful than Brenna. I mean, our relationship is thus that if we decided tomorrow, she decided, yeah, listen, I don't want to participate in this lifestyle anymore. Cool. Then it's just her and I. I mean, that's just the way it is. We, You know, I, I don't it. This isn't about trying to find somebody more attractive. There isn't going to be anyone that I'm more attracted to. So that's never going to be an issue. This is simply the cover charge. You know, us sleeping with another couple or Brenna with another guy or myself with another woman. It's the cover charge to get to a heightened you know situation for us, us personally a heightened sexual uh, experience for us personally that's all it okay. is all right i hear you i hear you man i hear you that sounds good too that you guys are really into each other so i like that um i really like to hear that um now how many couples do you guys have deals with uh just just on average in a month and when i say dealings i'm talking about like all the way like sex how many guys have you I mean, couples do you have interactions with in a month per se? We probably one. Yeah, one you know, a month. This weekend is unique. We actually had a we met with our, a couple last night that we've had a, a connection with before, and we had sex with that couple last night. We actually, uh, once this uh, interview is over today, we're meeting another <laughs> couple uh, that we will have drinks with for the first time, which is unusual. Two couples in a week. That's a lot, particularly in a town like where we live, where there's about 40,000 population. So um, that's not the norm. Now, if you want to find single guys, you could, I mean, throw a stick and you could hit a single guy that wants to participate with a couple. Uh, but but actual lifestyle couples, you know, in, a, in the past month, probably three. Mm. In the last month? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, three. Yeah. Okay, but that's a fluke, right? It's not usually that. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. That's unusual. And in a lot of big cities, you know, in, you know, metropolitan areas that that's not it would be more probably a higher mm -hmm. percentage for us in a smaller community. You know, the lifestyle uh, where we live is very much kept quiet. It's very underground. Um, so it's not as, uh, you know, not as prevalent. So, yeah, one a month would be about right. And we're selective. I mean, like we were saying earlier, we're not just 
looking yeah. to, you know, throw it at anyone that wants to catch it. That's not a mm-hmm. thing for us. We want to uh, to enjoy the people that we're with. And therefore, there are couples that we have turned down. Yeah, we could have had more interactions for sure. Uh, but we've we've passed on a number. We've passed on more than we've played with. How about and that? And what were some of the reasons that you passed? And the, the guy was an asshole or he was a... Uh stupid or the girl was stupid or what was some just give me some of the reasons you passed uh i would the most recent one was just a lack of chemistry with them they were very nice people and uh you know we enjoyed sitting and talking with them but there was no chemistry i couldn't see myself you know being sexual sexual with him and brian Mm -hmm. with her um so that's one reason i would say some other times it's just a personality clash uh we kind of have (laughs) large personalities and so there are times when we aren't going to mesh with the you know the people we're meeting and that's totally fine too but you know we're not going to play with them if we don't want to sit and talk with them yeah and it, you know it, it'd be even before we get to the point where we're face to face with these folks sometimes roosevelt you know you're communicating and i should say brenda does most of the digital communication i don't really communicate with anybody until we actually get to meet them that, that's kind of i leave that up to her um and it, i think it's better that you know, that the women kind of communicate within mm-hmm. the couples and a lot of times it's it's simply a communication piece there, you know, whether they're, you know, kind of distant or difficult to communicate with or or flaky. You know, you meet a lot of flaky couples in this lifestyle. You know, we just kind of we don't we just don't play that way. We're 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 open and honest and upfront. And, you know, we tell you what we're looking for, tell you what we're not looking for. And, and if you're not willing to do that, then we probably aren't the right. OK. And has it ever been a time where. Uh, you met a couple and maybe Brian really, you know, liked the chick, but Brenda was like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to do them. Have you ever, Brian, have you ever said like, damn, <laughs> has it ever been a, a situation where either of you liked the person, the other person, but the other one wasn't feeling it? Not necessarily that way. Not where we've kind of seen a couple. And I said, wow, the woman is really super attractive and Brenda wasn't attracted to the male or vice versa. We have actually played with a couple uh, where we had two, we were in the same room on the same bed and we had two very different experiences because uh, the woman of that couple, I guess you could say, just kind of had buyer's remorse, man. She was really put off by how attracted her husband was mm. to Brenna and it, it came through very, very vividly. Uh, so, you know, Based on that experience, we will probably not interact with that couple again. It made a it made for a very uncomfortable mm-hmm. situation, uh, and that's happened a couple of times in both uh, kind of both ways, where uh, the male of the couple kind of had buyer's remorse, or the female had a had buyer's remorse afterwards. We've experienced that for sure. But in terms of us being on completely different pages with the couple, that doesn't really happen. Yeah. Uh, I think we do a good enough job of vetting them ahead of time that we we know ahead of time before we meet them if it's going to be a okay manager. i got you okay now it is 2018 and um one of the things that scares the shit out of me um this is one of the reasons why i have uh very selective about who i fuck and all that kind of stuff but it's not just fucking nowadays it's uh all kind of shit you kiss somebody you know a lot of people think you wear condoms you're you safe but if you're eating pussy you, you eating lad, you licking ass and all that kind of shit. Um, you know, like some of the things I do, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, us too, man. We're all about it. So it's, you know, a lot of things, you know, a lot of people say, if you're at a condom, you're okay. It's, it's okay. But a lot of shit you can catch with a condom. A condom is not a hundred percent, you know, just shields you like a damn Superman shield or some shit. So my question is, even if you guys wear condoms, 
every time, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you do. I don't know. I'm going to ask you that in a minute. Even if you do wear condoms every time, there's all other shit out there that you can catch with a condom. So speaking from a person on the outside, why would you expose yourself even more um, to STDs? You know, when you're already in a relationship, you can be pretty much safe or whatever. Why would you take the chance on catching shit on an outside rendezvous? So, first of all, I'll say that I would be willing to bet that we have fewer sexual partners than many, many single mm -hmm. people out there. So the fact that you're asking <laughs> us that, I got a question, um, is, you know, is that because of the stigma around swinging that we're just running around yes. fucking everyone? The fact that we, the fact that we know these people on a friendly level and are talking to them and understand that, I mean, the vast majority of people that we play with are professionals. You know, yeah. these are, um, they're very, uh, distinguished people. They are very well respected in our community. Um, it's not as if we're, uh, we're not the type of couple that's just going to go into a, you know, a sex club and have sex with, you know, four couples in a night. That's not a thing. Right. Um, so I actually think we're probably safer than a lot of single people out there in that regard. Um, plus we're having an immense amount of communication with these people before we ever see them naked or before we ever, uh, you know, swap, uh, body fluids. So, yeah. well, and you know, you gotta remember Roosevelt, we, you know, again, we're in a small town, uh, both Brenna and myself work, uh, in relatively high profile jobs based on where we live. Uh, the folks that we interact with are much the same. They're, they're, they're professionals in many, many cases. Um, they're family people. You know, the couple we were with last night, you know, they've got little girls, man. They've got kids. Um, you know, we don't play with random dudes who we haven't vetted. Uh, we don't ever play unprotected. Um, and like Brenna said, we have a lot less sex than, a, than most single people because of how selective we are and, and for some of the reasons mm -hmm. that you just outlined. Well, with other people. We have a yeah. lot of sex with each other. With, with each other, other yeah. Our, our personal sex life is fucking insane. We've already had sex twice today. So, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, we're on a whole other level, man. Now, okay, now, now, I hear what you're saying. But it, it, still with those people, you know, even though they're families, you know, and stuff, you, you still don't know, right? So, I mean, how could you, um, you know, a lot of people speak from the outside like myself. Even though, you know, you, you're vetting people and stuff like that, but you still really don't know. So is it really worth, I guess what I'm trying to ask, is it really worth it? Is it really worth the risk of putting yourselves out there? It, you know, is, is the juice <laughs> worth the squeeze? Yeah, for us it is. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're intelligent people. Um, we're healthy. You know, we've been tested. Um, matter of fact, we're both probably due again for some, uh, for the medical checkup anyway. Uh, and I'm fucking old, man. I'm 48 years old. I got to go to the doctor occasionally every, you know, get my, you know, right. get that hernia checked out or whatever. So, um, you know, you've got to, you got to stay diligent, you know, for sure. But uh, yeah, you know, I look at it like this. We're a, we're a loving, committed couple and we're together regardless. So we're going to have a whole lot of sex between the two of us. If we can meet some like-minded folks, we can share and experience uh, people who we believe are on the same page and, and are of the same opinion in, in terms of the, the, uh, the safety standpoint of this, uh, then yeah, for us, the juice is worth the squeeze. Hmm. We'll, we'll, uh, right. we'll and what's your take on that, Brenna? Yeah, I mean, same thing. Uh, I, I don't think there's ever 100% uh, certainty that you're not, you know, putting yourself at risk. But 
Um, so does that mean that everyone should stop fucking anyone <laughs> anytime ever? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just yeah. not going to happen. So it's a it's right. about minimizing the risk, right? And it's about being intelligent about the the choices that you're making with your body. And I feel like both of us together are very diligent and careful. Yeah, listen, Roosevelt, I'm old, man. I made it through the 80s. I'm good. <laughs> You're not that old. Man. You're not that old. You're still good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everything works fine, man. I'm in great shape for a you know, guy my age. But like I said, I, I made it through the 80s. I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm at it again. <laughs> All right. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Uh, now, I want to ask you something. Speaking from a society point of view, when people look at swingers, a lot of times the guy doesn't get scrutinize right i mean the guy's like oh right, good go get him man you're 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 a real pimp and, you know go ahead man you're doing good <laughs> but on the other side they look at the woman as being a slut you know being a hoe you know everything sure. negative mm-hmm. so speaking from a societal mm-hmm. point of yeah. view a lot of people say brenna that you know you're just uh you know you're a silly hoe who's being manipulated by brian you know i'm just speaking not that's not how I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> but you know, society. <laughs> They're thinking no, like you're just you. a silly hoe. You're being manipulated by Brian into this lifestyle. You know, I, we, we, you know, we know you don't want to do it, Brenna. So why are you letting Brian talk you into this shit? You know, all he, all Brian wants to do is fuck other people, and he's convincing you that it's okay. What do you say to people like that? <laughs> I have so many things to say. First of all, I don't see slut as a as a negative term. It's a term of endearment in my book. Exactly. <laughs> um, second of all, I, a couple of things. In terms of just us personally, I was actually the one that initiated the conversations about being non-monogamous. Uh, so I always bring that up to people because I think even in the lifestyle, when we talk to people, they assume that Brian is the one steering the ship completely the opposite. I'm the one that brought it up. I'm the one that initiated all of the discussions about it. Um, and I'm also the one that does all of the communicating. So any of the, you know, swingers dating sites that were on uh, Twitter, all of that, I am the one doing the communication and I'm the one um, really directing how we go in this lifestyle uh, for two reasons. One, because Brian feels more comfortable with me being the one to uh, kind of, you know, take on that responsibility uh, as the woman. Um, which I think is incredibly progressive and awesome of of him. Um, But also because in this lifestyle, typically women are the ones that are actually making a lot of the decisions. When you, uh, when we communicate with a couple, I am almost always communicating with the other female of the couple for that exact reason. It's a, almost like a showing of respect from the male to the female and the couple of, you know, Hey, we're, we're going to make sure that you are 100% comfortable with this. We're going to make sure that, you know, you feel good with the way that uh, the direction that this, you know, interaction is going in. Um, so I, I think that's the biggest thing is that uh, in this lifestyle, it's a very uh, woman friendly environment, which I think is awesome. Um, but in terms of how people see us from the outside, uh, I don't I, I hope that changes one day. And I think that it is changing in a lot of ways. Uh, there's so many studies out there right now. We just posted one on Twitter a few weeks ago about uh, you know, how there's this misconception that men are so much more sexual mm. than women. Not true. Uh, mm. Study after study shows that women actually have equally as high sex drive as men. Um, but from a societal standpoint, we're expected to, you know, stuff that down and not be as sexual, not be as open, uh, which is bullshit. And uh, really hope that changes and continues to change, I should say. 
Yeah, Rosa, let me tell you, man, straight up, in this in this lifestyle, <clears throat> the women run the show. Anyone who tells you different is absolutely incorrect. Uh, <clears throat> they're not knowledgeable or they're full of shit. All the women in this lifestyle, they run the show, man. I mean, it, there's no question about it. We don't we don't make a move, Brenner and myself, um, without her 100 percent uh, direction and consent. I, I I take a back seat. I wow, I her then, then, then that's something I didn't know. Uh, so Brenner's the pimp. He, he's manipulating Brian. <laughs> yeah, man. I am. Listen, I got yes. news for you. First of all, she's Brenner's a freak. Number one. Number two. Anytime we're with a couple. She's the instigator. She's all a five foot one. She's a tiny diminutive little thing. She doesn't look like she's going to cause no trouble. She starts everything, man. She starts it all. If the if there doesn't seem to be any movement in the room, you can be rest assured she's the one that's going to stoke the fire. Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. She's all about that. So I, I'm the I'm the I'm the. That, that's evil, something man. I she's definitely crazy. didn't know. I, hey, that's something that I've learned today. That's hey, I didn't know that. And I'm sure a lot of other people don't know that. You know, they assume that the guys running shit that's this is not no yeah hell no listen if, if guys guys in this in this lifestyle when they're you know they're married to a woman and they're in this lifestyle they're in a committed relationship and they're in this lifestyle they're the luckiest fucking dudes on earth because and if they're smart they just sit back and shut up and let the women run the show because you're going to get laid a lot more often doing that i believe you <laughs> promise me i believe all right, all right all right that sounds great sounds great uh always good to learn something new um, <laughs> now, yeah, one last thing. question. I'm going to let you guys go. Now, speaking from another point of view, you guys are just in a committed relationship. You're not married, correct? So I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask both correct. of you a certain question. I'm just give me an answer. Just throw it out there. I'm just, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, just want to know some shit. So speaking from an outside person, Brian. Since you guys are not married, yes. and what if you guys, because it's possible, you guys can get with a couple and Brenna, you know, she sees like he's Superman or some shit, you know, Green Lantern or something. I mean, he really does everything for her, and he does some shit that you're not doing or you're incapable of doing, and she's totally into this guy. So since you got married, she might say, Brian, fuck off, go fly a kite or something. I'm going with Ken. What would you say to that? Well, let me say this. First of all, we are as committed a couple as any couple that I've ever known. And again, I'm four times divorced. I never had a relationship that was as committed as the one that she and I are in. We have very different views on marriage. Uh, our views are, are uh, simpatico, but by most people's standards, they're very different. Uh, and we can talk about that if you want at some point. However, uh, you know, so let me let me put this into perspective for you. Couple we were with last night on the ride home. Brenda told me this guy's fucking cock was enormous. She, I mean, she could barely take it. Uh, and you know, it was a funny conversation that we had. So if she ain't leaving me for that dude, I feel like I'm in pretty good shape. So uh, you know, I, you know, I, I like hearing when she's uh, when she's satisfied uh, when when she enjoys her interaction. You know, we've had experiences where she wasn't super happy or I wasn't super happy with the interaction. That's terrible for either of us. We don't we don't like to hear that. Uh, I am in no way, shape, or form, however concerned that she's going to leave me for someone else uh based on anything uh you know whether it's a performance based or uh or uh, emotionally based uh I'm, I'm confident in our relationship i just i'm not concerned about it and the truth of the matter is whether you're married yeah. or not you know that could happen to you mm -hmm. so you know that piece of paper doesn't mean shit uh i'm confident in our relationship and our commitment to one okay. another 
Uh, I, I just don't see that. All right. And, and Brenna, it's what about you? What have you give it a couple? And Brian's like, I really dig her. And, you know, you know, good pussy. She she got a good mind. I like her, her mind, her, her conversation, you know, and I like her better than you. So go fly a kite. I'm, I'm going with uh, a Barbie. Uh, how, what would you uh, what would you say to that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he's choosing Barbie. She doesn't have enough booty for him. So uh, I, I think we're safe there. But um, no, I, I completely agree with what Brian just said. This is by far the most healthy relationship I've ever had. Um, and I know how lucky I am. Um, I know that that I'm never going to find something like this again, where I have all of my needs met at all times, um, which is really what Brian does for me. He's the most selfless, kind person I've ever met in my entire life. And, uh, you know, no sexual mm. interaction is going to ever trump that. So it, it's okay. not even something that. Wow. Okay. That sounds great. All right. So in, in departing, what would either you say uh, in your last remarks on getting someone, not necessarily practice the swing lifestyle because it's not for everybody you know um but what would you say to for everybody like it's not what you think is actually good it's not a bad thing you know we're just doing our thing kind of thing what, what would you say to someone on the outside you know give me just give me some of the partner remarks yeah i mean i think you're right it's not for everyone however i think that the people that to judge this lifestyle and that mm -hmm. think negatively of it should really ask why. Uh, what we have found is that a lot of people are insecure in their own relationships and therefore they can't wrap their heads around the idea of seeing their partner with someone else, um, which is a problem. I mean, not that they don't want to see that their partner with someone else, but just that level of insecurity in relationships. And we feel very strongly that that comes from a lack of communication about what it is you want and what it is you need in your relationship. Um, the fact that we've been able to do that every step of the way and be 100% honest with each other uh, is the reason that we can be in this lifestyle and be very happy in this lifestyle. Um, and uh, I don't know. What do you have to say about it? You know, for me, Roosevelt, it's pretty simple. Um, if, it, if you don't think it's for you, then it probably isn't. If you have an inclination that it is, you need to be completely 100% communicative with your partner. Uh, most people are, like Brenda said, they're afraid to have this conversation with their partner. Listen, man, we're human beings. We are sexual creatures. We are not meant to be uh, monogamous. It's not how we're built. And if you can't have that conversation with your partner, that's a much bigger problem. And you got to be able to communicate. So for those folks who are thinking about it, uh, you know, reach out to people like us. You know, there's a lot of us out there that will have a conversation with you and, and you know, and talk to you candidly about it. Um, but certainly you've got to have an open conversation with one another first. And if one of the partners is not a hundred percent, then you've got to take a step back. It's not going to work. Yeah. I would also say that one of the things that we've absolutely loved about doing our podcast and being on Twitter and being involved with people is we've heard from a lot of people who, yeah. thanks to listening to our podcast or others like it, are finally having the conversation with their spouses that they should have had a long time ago. And that's so rewarding for us. We just feel so, we're, we're thrilled about that. Yeah, because what we're doing this, I mean, we started this whole thing, Roosevelt, because we wanted to bring awareness to it. We don't want to live in the shadows. Brennan and I do not. There are a lot of couples in this lifestyle that we've met, uh, and, and some that we haven't, obviously, that really do keep a low profile. They don't want mm -hmm. to be seen in public. They, you know, it's a, it's a very kind of low-key thing. <laughs> our faces are all over. You'll see us, man. We're on Twitter. We're, you know, we're on our blog. I don't give a shit, nor does Brenna, what anybody thinks about us. I challenge you to question our relationship. Um, so, you know, for us, 
it's it's about bringing awareness. We don't, cool. We don't want to Sounds great, out. man. It's, it's not and okay. speaking of getting out there, I know you guys are fellow podcast hosts. You have a show called The Front Porch Swingers. Uh, tell everyone where you can hear that and give me your Twitter and all your social media. Yeah, thank you so much. We are on Twitter at FP Swingers, or obviously you can search Front Porch Swingers. Uh, all our our podcast is everywhere. We're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes, we're on um, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you search Front Porch Swingers, we're going to pop right up. Um, and if you want to contact us directly, we love getting messages from people. And we're at mail, Sounds M-A-I-L, great. at frontporchswingers.com. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me, Brian and Brenna, or Brenna and Brian. I don't want to be, you know, sex or anything. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, man. It was I, a pleasure. I, it was I, really, I had a great really time, too. And I've learned some shit myself, you know, and not that I've ever looked down on the lifestyle, but it's some things that I was very ignorant about. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to someone and get it directly from the horse's mouth. So I appreciate you guys coming on the show. And uh, hopefully one day uh, we'll meet uh, at a X and Y convention or a front porch swing convention or something like that. Who knows? <laughs> Absolutely. Man. We're looking forward to it. Just make sure you come up to me first if you want to get left. Don't forget. All right. I remember that. <laughs> All right, guys. You take it easy. Appreciate it. All right. Later. You've been listening to The X and Y Show with your host, Roosevelt Colbert, the place where real relationship issues are talked about and addressed. Join us next time. You can now put your clothes back on or not. At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See T-Mobile.com. At T-Mobile, you don't have to choose between a great network and the best prices. We give you both. Switch your family of three or more from AT&T or Verizon to T-Mobile Essentials, and you'll save up to 50% off your current service and smartphones. Bring your current phones to T-Mobile, and we'll pay them off up to $450 each. Visit T-Mobile.com to find out how to save up to 50%. Up to $450 via virtual prepaid card for eligible device payoff. Allow 15 days. Savings may vary. See T-Mobile.com.